everyone, welcome to episode 48 of Book Off Banter. Um, this episode is, it was a long-awaited episode, I've just looked back in my notes, and then obviously Ben deleted it all. So now it's like a super, super long-awaited episode, and um, we are going to cover all things Farrier-related today. Um, but first, we will talk about our news. Krista is already having to cope with summer holidays. How are you surviving? No, I'm not. I'm not. Um, I'm not surviving at all. In Ireland, we get three months, three months with our little, our little darlings. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know. Less than soon as mended about so many things in my life at the moment. But uh, yeah, so it's 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 a whirlwind now uh, of trying to fit things in around the horses um, yeah. and trying to make sure that we do loads of fun stuff with Charlie. And he seems to have arrived at that age where complaining is is key. So um, are you, is Henry off yet? Well, no, I was bitching about seven weeks because they've given them an extra week. <laughs> like that's going to solve COVID issue. Um, so I was bitching about that, but now I feel a bit bad for bitching about that, to be honest. Um, but they have said that they can start at 10 o'clock tomorrow because of the football. To, I mean, on the football. Are the children all going to have hangovers? Exactly. Why are they, I mean, why are they allowed in late? Is it, I was just like, oh, for fuck's sake. That want too many pints and vindaloos the night before. Send them in. It's a good life lesson of getting absolutely hammered and then having to go to work and pretend that you're fine. Like, they need these life skills. School is about teaching life skills. Mm. Anyway, Ben was like, are you recording now? I said, mm-hmm. Oh, He's yeah, like, I know. I just saw that on the way out and I was like, how are we going to do this? Because, yeah, like I was like, he's not going to want to miss that. He was like, when the football's on? I said, honestly, I, I would know, yeah. rather watch paint dry than that. Um, same as that. Yeah, same yeah. as. He was like, because he's not really, he's not big on watching football. Um, Is he not? I thought he'd be stuck to it. No, like, and he played as well. Like, and That's he, exactly why. I, that's the set yeah. of this evening. God, I didn't think this through. Poor Ben is going to be like, get stuff the football's on. Yeah, no, he, um, he's not, he's not bothered particularly, but he is watching, he's watching the match. Um, and so I watched it for like 10 minutes while I was feeding set. Oh my God, I was just like, they're in, I, I had to look away. They're irritating me. I mean, well done. <laughs> like they've already scored and they've only been playing three minutes. So like, that's enough <laughs> now for me. Um, well done. You did, you did good. Um, but they're just, oh, do you know what it is, right? As a horsey person, I can't be doing with all this rolling around, lying on the floor, like weeping oh, yeah. because you've like, yeah. someone's tickled your toenail. Like, mm. I'm not about that. So on that front, I just want to be like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I can't see blood or bone or any like major trauma. So get up and get on with it. And number two, as the mother of like a youngish boy, you spend your time just going, oh, you're fine. Like, come on now, don't faff. And so equally, I want to be like, oh, just get on with it. Look, if you're really crying and bleeding, I can offer you a Batman plaster. Will that shut you up? <laughs> but on the flip side, they earn in a week probably what we earn in 10 years. So, I mean, you know, there is a bit of, you know, for fannying around on a football pitch and going, oh, me ankle, call an ambulance. Um, you know, they get out of it fairly well. Like, I mean, there's no deterrent for them to get up and get on with it is what yeah. I'm saying because they get paid the mega bucks whether they lie on the floor and cry or 
you know, kick a ball around now and again. Do you know what I mean? Like rugby, we're a bit of a rugby house. And I used to play rugby quite seriously. And um, yeah, we're rugby I can deal with because, you know, they're, all, they're a bit like horse people, rugby people. I think that's yeah. why they get on well because they're wandering around with their ear hanging off and a com- <laughs> compound fracture, you know, a few teeth missing. And they're like, no, I'm going to play on grand. Like, give me, give me the magic sponge. I'm good. <laughs> you know, and a lot of the time, those guys, I don't know what the professional salary is, but it's not close to the to football. And lots of them at the club level that are very good don't get paid at all. So, yeah, I'm like, sympathy nil, really, for the football players. Sorry. Yeah. So, I honestly, I like, it was genuinely irritating me. I had to stop watching. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So, actually, um, yeah. Oh, well, I, yeah, this is totally random. It's just come in my head talking about children and injuries and stuff so i put henry to bed tonight and oh my god tell me he's not in a plaster cast again (laughs) not yet but give it time (laughs) (laughs) um no bless him i am we we had loads and loads to do like millions of things all at once and um got him to bed and i was like okay that's one job like checked off the list and then we heard like mommy i was like fuck's sake Yes, yes like, love. my eyes really sore. And I was like, you'll be fine. If you go to sleep, <laughs> you won't feel it. See, see, this is the, the parent answer, okay? Mm-hmm. And he was like, okay. And then like a minute later, mommy, mommy, my eye, my eyes really sore. And I like, I'm ashamed to say that I did what I would have fucking hated as a kid. And I went full parent mode and just went, it's because it's tired, close it and it'll be fine in the morning. And Ben just looked at me and like shook his head like you, Bella. No, I'm not awful this yesterday. Charlie was on the way into town yesterday and Charlie, um, Charlie was, he, he said, what did he say? He said his tummy felt really heavy, like it was full of rocks. And to my answer to everything, even though I, you know, I'm, I'm no advocate of it myself particularly but like you need to drink more water love drink more water if you drink more water and do a bit more exercise keep your system going you know I have no idea why he feels like this before all I know he's eating fucking rocks it's highly possible so so that's fine so he takes me at my word right and he skulls a bottle of water in the back of the car we go another probably 100 yards and he goes mommy I feel really sick and I'm like oh, I've just had the car valeted I'm not on for it Right, I'm not on for it. So I'm like, right. So I pull the car over onto the hard shoulder of the N52 bypass. You know, it's quite a busy road. Uh, and I'm like, get out, get out, get out, get out. So he gets out and that's fine. He tries to be sick over the barrier, but then he's like, oh no, I'm not sick. And I'm like, are you sure? And then I think, well, just to be absolutely safe, I'll just march him up and down the grass verge a bit. So I'm standing at the back of the car. A bit like, like if he was colicking. Exactly. I'm standing in the back of the car and I've got like one hand on my hip and one my elbow resting on the boot of the car. And I'm supervising this frog, like up, down, up, go again, go again, go. I'm like, if anybody walked past me, what drove past that knew me, they'd be like, it's just it's just typical. Like they'd be like, Yeah, yeah, she's exactly like that all the time. He ran up and down the hall shoulder a few times and then he got into the car and then he burped. He burped. He had trapped wind and then he was fine. So, but like that's it. Out. You know, horse management, trot up and down a bit. <laughs> well, anyway, Go I went not. upstairs. So then we heard, like, <laughs> like <laughs> fuck's sake. So I marched upstairs, like, the trunch ball. You better be blind. You better be <laughs> actually blind. I'm coming up here now to sort this out. <laughs> and I said, right. And I thought, I'll just shine my torch in his eye and that'll pacify him, but I care. So I shone my torch in his eye <laughs> and thought, oh, what's that? And he had, like, loads of white 
sort of weird stuff in the corner of his eye, not like pus or anything. Like, was it play doh? It's usually play doh. Maybe something. I, it definitely wasn't supposed to be in there. So I was like, oh, actually, hang on. You do have something in your eye. Anyway, eventually I extracted. He said, oh, that feels much better now. Night, night. And I felt like a proper twat. <laughs> I think it was the horse. You'd have been out there with your, you know, oh, cold fuck. cotton wool and <laughs> you know, your, your eye drops and your checking Google and maybe sending a better text. Do you know? Like, that's just how I it is. so, so would. Yeah, you would. I, I know. It's fine. Look, misery loves company. We're in it together. You can always, you know, you can always rely on me for a non judgmental, probably story of one upmanship of how I did something worse to my child just earlier today. So you're all right. You're in good company. This is what we need. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Solidarity. So, what is your news other than I, galloping I not, your child? No way I'm going first with this. You've got the best news, and I'm so happy for you. So, you have to go first. Um, well, it was an up-down show. It um, was an up-down show. As yeah. you know. <laughs> it wasn't. So it was Krista, amazingly down and very up. Krista sent me a message like, how's the show going? I was like, well, I'm in A&E, Krista. So, I mean. That was I'm, not what I was expecting. I've got to be honest, you really blindsided me with that one. I was like, what? What? <laughs> Henry's fallen off the steps of the, of the lorry or something, but it wasn't, wasn't that. Henry had, did I tell you that Henry did fall down the steps of the lorry? No, no, you didn't. <laughs> Henry did fall down the steps of the lorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Anyway. At which point I said to Ben, I'm starting to feel that this isn't our show. I don't know that we shouldn't just pack up and go home. <laughs> <laughs> it's always hard, isn't it? In those moments, you don't know whether to try it, battle on. Mm-hmm. Or it's like the universe the, saying, Because yeah, we're the same, aren't home. we? We're like, we never go, oh, it could go really well. Neither of us do that. No. But when it's going wrong, it's like, maybe I should have bored. Anyway, carry on. We need to hear so, it. So day one was a good day, other than my hands probably resided somewhere around my ears, I would say. Um, which is like, I think my default, you know, if things feel a little bit much, put your hands by your ears and uh-huh. things will seem better. The horses yeah. definitely enjoy it less than I do, which is fair enough. I can see their well. point. Their teeth are involved. My teeth aren't. Well, until they throw me off. Um, <laughs> so that was day one. So they they jumped. Um, they jumped the discovery day one. So I put them discovery day one, day two. Day two, um, like I was feeling, I was feeling pretty confident. Like I was, I was pretty good. Road pan, and I definitely co- like confuse. And I've been told this repeatedly, but I've. I just stick with my own version of what's going to happen rather than Carla's. Like, so we train because they're both really forward. We train so much for steadying them down, doing the little cavalettis, you know, bounces, grid work, all of this. That I think sometimes then I go to a show and I, I do the same. Anyway, each pan jumped a really good round. My hands weren't the best and I probably didn't have enough canter. I was maybe stifling the canter a little bit not bad and then it was like fence nine and I was thinking oh this is this is very good because in my head when I'm going a bit slow I always think it feels very good so I'm like oh yes you know Marcus Ennin would would be looking at this in admiration and I'm cantering to this ox and I was like fuck I can't see a stride Uh like even more than usual um you know, and you, you're getting obviously closer and you're like, fuck, I, now I can't see one and I'm close. Right, okay, hold. 
hold a bit more. And Pan was like, my teeth, I'm going to get off my teeth. <laughs> um, and I was like, no, no, we're holding until I can see a stride. And Pan was like, right, someone's going to make a decision here. You're making okay. shit ones. I'm going to make a good one and I'm going to go out the side door. I didn't manage to stay with him as he went out the side door. And I banged the back of my head on the wing. Um, wasn't like a bad fall though. Up I hopped, then I felt stuff coming out my nostril. Uh-oh. So I know. I don't have I talked about this on the podcast or have I just yeah. talked about this to you? Hasn't you haven't you had this twice? Yeah. Before. Yeah. So I don't really know what it is. Like if anyone does know, message me, I'd be up for that. Um so yeah, I was having like this yellow sticky stuff coming out my nostril. And if I lean forward, it like pisses out. So then everyone decided collectively, not me at all, because I was all set for riding Manny, um, that I needed to go to the hospital. So then I started to cry and I was like, I'm not crying because I'm sore. I'm crying because I'm very frustrated. Yeah. <laughs> um, and actually, usually I'm, I would be the first to be like, oh my God, the NHS were amazing. But actually... It was. It wasn't my favorite experience of the NHS. Um, I had. I they were quite judgy. I love that we're ranking our hospital trips. You know, um, we should do this. We should have an episode for this where we rank like how we were treated, how the food was, what kind of a view we had. Was there Wi-Fi? <laughs> this one would rank quite low for yeah, me. I'm getting that. I'm getting it's like low on the TripAdvisor. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So they when they heard it was my third. Um, yeah. like leak from my nose they told me and um, was I only planning on giving up riding when I was in a wheelchair thought that was a bit excessive um, and then Oi. they really weren't oppressed when uh, they were like feeling me for any other injuries and they were like um, have you got any pain like in your abdomen and I said no but I had a section 13 weeks ago so like <laughs> And she just, she looked at me, the doctor, and she said, are you joking? No, look, they're obviously not, are they not near a race course or anything? Are they not? Because they're not, obviously not a horsey hospital. Like if they were having jockeys wheeled in every five minutes, they'd be like, oh yeah, another one. Exactly. I said, yeah. no. Imagine you needed Dr. Die. If you'd had Dr. Die, you'd have been fucking grand. She'd have been like, I know. oh yeah. Brilliant. I wish yeah, I'd she had would, her. Yeah, I know, she'd have been brilliant. She'd have had you sorted out back on the Mind horse. actually, less. I was thinking about her when I was there because yeah. they all asked me how fast the fall was how big the horse was oh yeah we like, know all that now don't we literally yeah. they asked all the questions that she that's said that's amazing oh that's really good then i mean that's that was impressive it? yeah i will At give least... him an extra point for that she could be really pleased to hear that but um yeah so she was like shouldn't you be at home with your baby oh oh i'm sorry and i said i don't oh! think so good lord and she was like so is your baby at a horse show now i was like yeah that's not why I'm here, bitch. So if you could just get back to fixing up my head, I'll be... I know. That's so, a bit much now. Because especially because you're probably already feeling really shit, like. I know. So I wasn't impressed with them. And also, no. um, like, Seb is exclusively breastfed now because for some reason, known best to himself, he won't fucking take a bottle anymore. It was fine before. Now it's not fine. My life. Mm, yeah. um, they wouldn't let him come. Oh, I see, right. So you're being braided, but yet it's fine for your child to be left yeah brilliant good good so that was so sorry for anyone that was at western lawns and heard seb screaming because he apparently did scream the place down oh, the poor little chicken so that was good so anyway um third day 
Carla was like, you're not riding. It's too, you know, like a lot went on yesterday. You shouldn't ride. And I was like set for that, I think, because I'd kind of talked myself out of it. And I was like, what if I fall off again? What if the same happened? You know, like obviously we're yeah, both, yeah. you know, like a catastrophe in our heads. So like I'd really psych myself out. And I was like, the best thing is just let her ride them. And then like, it'll be fine. And you can just practice at home. And I probably rushed it and it's, and then I was like, but then you have that other voice, don't you? That's like, you'll be so, you'll be so disappointed in yourself. It's cost all this money to come all this time. So many people helped me like now look at you've fallen off and everyone's done all of that for nothing. So I was like, okay. So we decided that I would ride Manny and Carla would ride Pan. Um, and oh my God, before I went in, Carla was like, are you okay? You look green. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, cause that was the thing. I didn't know whether, so I was entered for the newcomers. I didn't know whether to drop back down to discovery. I'm sorry, I'm going on and on. Um, no, no, I, need to, I haven't heard all this, but I'm, I've, I haven't, I've, I've seen the videos where you look absolutely fucking amazing. Um, but I haven't heard all the bits and bobs that led up to that, so. I didn't know. I, I want didn't... to hear it. And regardless of anything else, I want to, I want to hear it. <laughs> you can just fast forward. Chris is in. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm in I'm in there. I'm in for the long haul here. So um I didn't know whether to drop back down to Discovery, like if I was gonna ride. And then I was like, again, I was like, I can't go home just jumping Discovery. I'll be I'll be too disappointed in myself. Like I have to just get get over it. And actually, do you know what it is? Like for me, all day, I just kept saying to myself, you made one mistake and you fell off. If you made one mistake and you hadn't fallen off, you wouldn't even notice that you made a mistake. Like, yeah, don't exactly. make it more than it is. Don't the horse hang your hat on that. Yeah. was right to stop. He did the right thing. You rode badly, so you know what to control. Don't do that again. And the horse wouldn't have stopped. It was a good round till then. That was good quite for you. good for me. because I Yeah, no, good for you. That's brilliant. Like, and, that, and it was all down to this. Like, it's, it's one thing getting yourself in a good mindset, but at the end of the day, you have to, you know, the skill really is, is keeping yourself there or getting yourself back there. Yeah. You know, that's what makes a difference. And at these longer staying away shows, it's more important than ever. So go, that's brilliant. That's absolutely brilliant. So I was quite like, um, so, I mean, amazing. Like Carla's so good to me. Like Carla came and warmed me up because I think I wouldn't have had as good a round. And she watched me and she was like, you're overholding. You, you're killing the canter. Like, yeah. Not so much like what I would have done, where I would have overheld to the fence because I was nervous. I just wanted it, I think, to be too pretty and too, you know. Yeah, but I find if you haven't been in the ring for ages, like, especially because I know we're a little bit similar, like, I'm a bit like that too. I like it to be nice and controlled. I like to feel like I have a bit more of a say in it. And it's that getting over that hump where you think you ride them a bit more forward off the turn and you're like, fuck me, that's too fast. But it's not. It's actually an off canter. Yeah. And you need to get into it. And then it is comfortable. But yeah. before you get there, you have that. I'd be very similar now. I like my pretty canter too. I've, I'm, even though it doesn't no more than yourself, I know I need more. Once yeah. I've made the jump and gone on with the more, it's fine. But yeah. So I it's, think, it's, especially because my boys travel, my God, I was like fighting them like on the first couple of days. So anyway, she's watching and she's like, you know, just just have a bigger canter. Let the can what don't feel the need to micromanage yeah. the canter. Like let, let the canter come. Yeah. yeah. She was yeah. like, see when you're coming off the corner, just keep it coming. So oh, I did. And when I came out, I was so happy. He jumped such a good round, he jumped double clear. And I came yeah. out, I said to Carla, hey, do you know, it was a lot easier when I wasn't fighting with him the whole way around. Yeah. She was like, mm-hmm. Because oh, yeah, but- she's she's told me that so many times, like. When I go, he's really strong. She's like, 
but you're fighting when you don't need to. So he's strong because you're doing too much. And I'm like, yes, I see what you're saying, but I'm not going to listen. I'm going to carry on doing it the way that I think it should be done. <laughs> but I think like, you know, it's your first year back after having Seb and you've had a long period of time off. I think it's fucking brilliant. And the fact that it's not ideal to have had to overcome so much crap and manage yourself so well on that first show, but I'd actually take a lot of confidence from that. Like you've got it done, you overcame problems, you dealt with it and you turned it into something really good and really positive. And that was just your first show back. Yeah. You know, you, you did brilliantly. And as I said, when you sent me the video of Manny, like firstly, I mean, what a dude, he's just so cool. He's and he was you know, trying so hard, but you rolled class. Like it was a super round, absolutely yeah, super round. I was really happy, but actually I've just thought that was, that was day four. Day three, he did jump double clear in the newcomers, but I got lost not once, but twice. But that's okay. You had had, you know, you had had a, um, Head trauma. Disaster the day before. Yeah, exactly. That's um, what I blamed it on. Husband was staring at me out the window, and I was <laughs> flipping the bird at him. Sorry about that. <laughs> I, I, no. I'd be. You know, there's so much to be proud of for you and them, and yeah. so many positives to take forward to the next show. I just think it's fucking brilliant. I think mean, well done you. I, I, I'm so happy for you. And as I said, I, really, the last the round I saw was was class, like really good. I think Carla. It was clear that Carla was like worried about me <laughs> because Carla has a real thing about you forgetting your course. That's like an absolute no-no. And for me to forget it twice and come out the ring and she was like, well done. I was like, oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah, no, you did great. You really did do great. Um, it's done right. My confidence loads of good because I think I feel like if I could go into the newcomers that like nervous, that's a good thing because I still did it. Yeah, exactly. And did it well. Like you didn't do it like on a wing and a prayer. You did it well. Like there's a lot, as I said, there's so much to take forward from that. There's, you know, one small negative and a ton of positives. So I, mean, it I was, think it's I'm delighted for you. I would quite like to get the whole like leaking out my nose when I bang my head because it's becoming an inconvenience. Is it worth maybe asking someone about it? Maybe a neurologist or maybe even some gonna like, just see what yeah, you need well, to do with that. I went to the GP um, okay. and I said, like, you know, this is the second time now. Um, and they said they did try, but the like people, I'm guessing neurologists or whatever, they wouldn't take it because they said that it hadn't, the fluid hadn't been tested to be proved to be C- CSS. Oh, right. Okay. So they wouldn't deal with it. So then this time when I went in, I was like, brilliant. I mean, obviously not brilliant, but do you know what I mean? Like, we can test it this time and then I can get it sorted. So I said, to the doctor could you like take some of this and test it and she was like no we don't do that well who does it then like who does it <laughs> do you know, like who between there must be somebody who can help you like people can't wander around having cf leaks and they just are fall through the gaps there in no man's land medically like that cannot possibly be the case no like because if it must be that, somebody out there who can advise so if they happen to be listening could you drop Katie that a message would be perfect, wouldn't it? Yeah. like if it's not that brilliant because then like I would have just carried on because I'm I'm fine like but equally like I see that everyone it's not ideal when stuff's like lashing out your nostril yeah yeah I mean as I said there must be somebody out there who can help you a bit there must be so I don't know maybe even as I said I I, I, it's awful isn't it you have a doctor friend we have a, we the show has a doctor <laughs> friend so now like any medical inquiries we have we are like hit up dr diane now we're gonna be yeah. like 
so how's it going uh, and she's gonna be like what the fuck do you want now <laughs> what part of you have you banged yeah, now what have you done now what yeah exactly but she you know she might be able to at least point you in the direction of of some help like yeah i think that would be yeah i would i definitely would like to get it sorted out for your own peace of mind like yeah I mean, you know, banding around faces like him, hey, you're going to keep going till you fall into a wheelchair. Like, get fucked. Do you know what I mean? Like, why do we need to go there? Like, if they don't, also, they don't get to say stuff like that to you and then refuse to help you. Do you know what I mean? So, I know. I'm sorry. And I also, like, like I said, because um, I, I wanted to be like, I'm really sorry, kind of, I'm wasting your time. Like, because I was like, I'm absolutely fine. Like, I'm fine, except for this. Um, and <laughs> brain is leaking down my nostril, but I'm. A-okay. Spoken like a true horse person. <laughs> pass, me a, pass me a tissue and we'll be fine. Um, and they were like, well, how do you know? You don't know you're fine, do you? I was trying to be, like, you know, not make a fuss. Like, oh, anyway. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think you've done amazingly and I'm really excited for your for your next adventure. Um, you. Go you. Yeah, it's absolutely brilliant. Massive achievement. You. next time a little bit less up and down maybe just more up <laughs> or steady <laughs> yeah yeah well I mean you know Ooh. started out with a lot going on and dealt with it like a pro so in contrast to our normal attitudes of you know it can't why would it be better next time as you say oh. instead of it doesn't have to be better it just has to be not that or worse it could just yeah. be you know level just level you know but uh, yeah though you anyway I think it's brilliant thank you so what about you oh yeah it's like car crash city around here every time <laughs> I fucking turn around something else has gone wrong um but 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 I'm doing things about it. I'm not I'm relaying this very quickly I'm relaying it not in a complaining fashion because I am doing things but we have a rule in our house which is uh both actual and metaphorical uh you're not allowed to whinge if you're unwell you're not allowed to whinge unless you have been to the doctor or have an imminent appointment with the doctor. It's basically because I live with two men and I can't be asked as a, I've got man flu. So, you know, you can whinge about the man flu if you've made an appointment with the doctor. Uh, same applies for injuries. Otherwise, shut up, I'm not listening. Um, but it's also metaphorical for life. You know what? Like, uh, we're solutions people around here. And if you've got a problem, by all means, talk it out. But one eye on the solution. You can't just sit and whinge in your pit of misery, not allowed. Um, I love so, that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. It's me, it's a bit left field, but it works, it's good. I, no, I, just, I think that's I, a good thing. Got to be for the solutions. By all means, knock yourself out whinging, but you got to have the, you got to have one an eye on the solution. So uh, that's this is a bit of a, that situation. So after the last podcast, it was, yeah, um, Sabara had picked up the knock in the last lesson and she'd gone up and had the front of the fetlock scan. She had a little bit of fluid between the suspensory branch and the cannon bone, which and we just gave her some Odex and she was fine. Um but I had kind of felt like she was a little bit almost on mental overload. She's a funny horse. She just is a funny horse. And I have been hacking for the last month and it's been brilliant. It's been really, really good. I've been dabbling in the old horsemanship and learning a few things and practicing some stuff with her. And she's been, it's been really, really good just to take the pressure off completely, totally change of direction. So in that regard, she's benefited really well. But I tried to pick her up a little bit this week and took her in the arena to do a bit with her. And it had been raining fairly heavily. Now, the sand wasn't wet particularly or anything, but it had been raining fairly heavily. And I got on her and I was trotting around and I was like, God, this horse feels shit. Like, And then I put her into canter and it was like she couldn't canter. And I thought, oh, maybe it's because the sand has been holding a bit of water or whatever. So poor old husband made him go down and roll it. And I got on her 
a day later, hacked to the next day and then got on her again the day after that and went trotted around, kind of felt okay and trot went to canter and I was like, horse can canter. And I'm like, fuck. She struggles with a sacroiliac joint. She's very, very short coupled. And um, we have done a lot of work with rehab and trying to strengthen her. And she's pretty strong, but she obviously just has a recurrent issue there. And every six months we've had to inject her. She's been done three times and we've been hoping all the time that she would get, you know, strong enough from the work to hold herself together yeah. but whether it's because of the messing in the field the physio thinks it's because she puts so much power through her back that it, it almost can't not get sore yeah. um I don't know but anyway here we are uh when I sat down and thought about it um kind of fits the profile so my vet is the team vet for Tokyo and I was shitting the bed then thinking I'm not going to be able to get her seen before he has to go but thankfully they squeezed her in tomorrow afternoon that's good so we'll do a workup and just make sure it's not anything else and then yeah. hopefully it's just the si not it's not ideal but it's better the devil you know than you don't if it's just that yeah. again then we know where we're at um and i've been treating her for ulcers she's just been a bit you know tender on her abdomen and a bit sort of yeah just i don't know i just wasn't really happy with her so she's she's on um oh what the fuck is it peptazole and then she will go on to protexin acid ease and uh, she'll do a course of succeed as well and just try and look after her a little bit she's gonna have to have some time downtime now anyway with this again so that was that and then molly randomly out of fucking nowhere started head shaking two weeks ago just started head shaking and i was like brilliant my lovely four-year-old i had literally just entered her for the first four-year-old qualifier for the national championships day before and got on the next day and she was like head shaking so I took her to the vets and we took bloods to spin serum to go to a lab in Barcelona and they're gonna do allergy testing and see about doing some immunology if necessary in the meantime we put her on to antihistamines and so far touch wood she's been absolutely fine she hasn't done anything um there's been no head shaking for the last week she comes out the antihistamines on Monday so we'll see whether you know i've have had experience of this before and antihistamines and steroids and stuff didn't do any good for that particular horse but for her for the time being the antihistamines have seemed to have called a halt to the problem for the time being and i'm taking temporary comfort from that so we'll see but that's going to be by the time i've got all that sorted out the four-year-old classes will be gone so i just you know fair enough like that's the way it's gone she's such a nice horse and i just just want to try and get that sorted out yeah and then with ping we're still waiting for the results back for ping um from the lab in germany for the pssm type 2 so we'll see but she's uh, or she got she decided to have lymphangitis she didn't want to get left out <laughs> so she she had to have some antibiotics and butte for a few days she she rallied though she rallied like the good trooper she is and she went back to indefinite retirement with you know, which was good of her um <laughs> and all, all the, the last man standing is my like 14 to four-year-old strawberry roam with the shonky hind leg and the less than ideal back and i'm just sort of like you know maybe it's your time maybe I need to put that attack on you now and i'm gonna have to go and be a pony rider because the horses are like not doing it so yeah that was a brief wh- whistle stop tour through the last couple of weeks i've been handing out euros to vets oh, like about this last night didn't we yeah like I'm running the fucking Playboy Mansion here and potentially may need to uh, look at a change of career to fund my uh, issues. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I'm just ignoring it. I'm like, that's the way it's gone. 
normally it would upset me and I'd be very frustrated because I started the year with a plan and the plan is just to put it fucked (laughs) um but I've accepted it I have accepted it and there's nothing I can do I'm calling in the relevant vets and doing the best I can to help the horses and I can't do any more than that and also I sometimes think for as quick as it can go to shit sometimes yeah and you're like oh well that was fucking easier than I thought was going to be do you know what I mean you're like oh this is going to be catastrophic this is going to be the end and then it suddenly just fucking fixes itself and you're like okay let's just go with that then yeah and if that would happen I would be really really happy <laughs> um, I've got so... everything crossed for you like you so deserve yeah. it it's so fucking shit when you're on a run of bad luck it is it's been a while since now when we all go through that we all go through it now and again where every yeah. single horse in the yard decides to have something not minor you know something mm-hmm. good and expensive wrong with we it we had that yeah. We had, but it doesn't come too often but when it comes it's like what the fuck yeah you've got to, like pick yourself off the floor I can't remember I think we had five in work and I didn't have a single horse in work like yeah. and you you just like how? how like yeah how but like since the plan went to shit they're not in hard work they're taking over every day or whatever like Bear's just been hacking for the last month she's yeah. I mean? she been doing very little and that's how I suppose I missed the fact that she was getting so behind and yeah. she's just been walking around the farm like I haven't been trying to collect her up or do anything at all other than just literally walking around the farm so that's I suppose how I missed it but then like with Molly I was particularly gutted about Molly because Pink is a fucking lost cause anyway and has been since ever so we just you know I love her dearly and she lives like a princess and we just get on with that really and when it's good it's good and when it's not it's not but you know has whatever's going on there and that's just how it is but with Molly like Molly's so unspoiled she's so perfect and she just has this gorgeous attitude to absolutely everything and she's so easygoing and she's getting confident on the saddle now and she's just like why like why would it have to happen to to her like I mean I know know it's a first world problem and I realize Jesus Christ you know lots of people have it worse and I know all of that but right now it's my world problem and I'm a bit pissed off about it but as I said I am being I'm being as zen as I can and um just try and you know hope that she has a better five-year-old year really I don't know what else to hope for at this stage yeah. so. but you know it's fine the child is on holidays and as I said alternating between um colic whinging despair colic colic yeah yeah colicking on the roadside um whinging and aquatherapy he's he loves water um and it's raining and very windy today didn't oh, deter him living his best life went. Yeah, I say pool like we have a pool, paddling pool. Obviously, I just missed out the word paddling. You know, we're not like, if I had money, maybe I would put in a swimming pool, but I'm too busy giving it to vets. Um, so, yeah, into the paddling pool in his underpants and um, sat there turning blue and purple. And uh, toughed it out for 20 minutes. He's hardy, I give him that. Yeah. Are you getting in, mummy? And I'm like, not enough I'm like, fuck. on the planet. It's getting there. Yeah, so he's he's doing aquatherapy as well, so yeah that's that's it but anyway look it'll it'll go how it's gonna go that's how you know there's no point fighting about it no point crying about it i've put in the solutions i'm doing the best i can to help them through their difficulties and uh yeah that's it really so hopefully next time we record i'll be like oh my god everything is great yeah you deserve that oh i did i sorry i have to i did have one one cool two cool things happened to me and this is just the first cool thing was um i won a competition that dr die ran with um may from activate your seat and I've I've got yeah, the I've got to do some pictures like yeah really cool so my pelvis is, is wanked from all the times I've broken it and I have an MRI another MRI on it next Friday 
Um, and I'm going to start using the bungee system from that. Yeah. So that was cool. So that arrived yesterday. So that was brilliant. That was cheered me up rightly. And um, oh, I got a new front door. What colour? Yeah. Oh, it's navy blue. And I'm painting the house. Got paint for the house. The house currently is this disgusting salmon colour. It's just left over from my in-laws. And um, oh, hang on. I've got a child. It's becoming like a little bit of a theme. I have to no, feed. So we're painting the house um, and I said like, I want to paint the house duck egg blue because my stables are blue so I'm painting the house duck egg blue and, and it was quite funny. Yeah right right I've been saying this for months and I had said it to my husband like several times and he didn't make much comment because he doesn't and the child came home last week one of the days and he went mom yeah Dad said, over his dead body, are you painting the house stocking blue? So I was like, challenge right. accepted. <laughs> challenge accepted. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So, uh, yeah, we start painting the house this week. Um, so that's exciting. I think it's a middle aged uh, thing. Uh, but yeah, I got my new front door, painted my house blue, painted my stables as well. That was one of the things I did yes. through my depression of fucking injured and sick horses. So I painted my stables, painted my gates, gonna paint my house, bit of weeding to do. You so, sound like yeah. John Whitaker. I know, I know, I know. I mean, who better to try and emulate? Pissed off that he had to stop knapsack, spraying the weeds and go back to a show. <laughs> That's going to be me now. They'd be, oh, your horses are fine, you can go to a show. But like, yeah, but I'm weeding. I don't know what's going on, I'm weeding. This, this house isn't going to paint itself. like. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So yeah, that's that. So we are going to move on to um, the Farrier episode. <laughs> Um, I'm just turning back like about 15 episodes or something to when I actually first did it. Um, so we asked for people's questions and we did last time as well. Um, so the first one was, um, about tips to desensitize a horse that was nervous for the farrier. And what we do is we'll hand like get them handling their feet loads, like running their hands down the legs. Um, and then we'll get like a dandy brush or whatever and bash their feet just so they're getting used to like the feel. And that weirdly enough, so this is something that Ben told me just for this episode, which I had absolutely no idea about, is often they don't like their foot being tapped when it's still on the floor you know so like when they would like knock the toe clip and the clench yeah. Yeah, yeah um well, that's how you got a black eye isn't it that is how you got a black eye <laughs> <laughs> and also they tend not to like when their leg is pulled forward you know to be dressed yeah. um so you know get them used to things like that with you who they know and they trust um and then also like it's I always say to Ben, we're so fortunate in that my horses know the farrier, you know? So I think if you have a farrier who like goes in your yard, if he can like, while he's wearing his chaps and what have you, if he can just walk past and give the horse a treat or, yeah. you know, give it a bit of a pat before he comes, that's, I think that goes a long way to helping them. Um, yeah. And probably start them, like say with Bougie, we only did his fronts like just trimming when he came because he you know he was feral 
and just kind of do it really slowly and definitely do it before there's a problem because we've had people who've rung up and you know their their youngsters got an abscess or has got a huge crack and then it's like we haven't got a choice but to wrestle you to deal with this whereas this is something that probably we should have had like six sessions of could have been doing it from very very young yeah yeah so I think they would be my tips is like you know get different people to handle your horse's legs if you can find a willing man then find one (laughs) um you know bang on their feet with things just as much as you can do it it does make a big difference yeah 100% um I I will add to that by saying one thing with horses when you're trying to get baby horses when you're trying to get them used to having their feet handled once they're comfortable with you running your hands down their legs uh, when you start to ask a horse to pick its feet up do not for the love of god grab a hold of its foot and hang on to it for all your worth if the horse goes to pull its foot away let it initially when you're getting started it needs to understand that it has a choice and then it can take its foot away and that you're not trying to hang on to it because if an inexperienced or green or a nervous horse if you grab its foot you hit every one of its primal instincts. It feels like it doesn't have a choice. It feels like straight away you're trying to restrict it from being able to leave and it will fight you tooth and nail and it will be 10 times harder than if you just start running your hands down, let it pick it up, pick it up so far, even if it fires out the front leg and let it fiddle around and get used to you doing it. And the more they understand that you're not going to grab their foot and force it to go somewhere, the more they get comfortable with letting you hold on to that foot. Just hold it loose in your hand so that they can take it out if they want to. I realize people will be like, oh, that's really a uh, really funny way of doing things. I promise you it works. It's 10 times, they come around 10 times quicker than if you try and hang on to that foot for all your might. Um, that's just been in my experience. Um, and the other thing as well is insofar as you can, and I understand that people are busy, you know, not everybody has help. I, I get all of that. So I'm not saying this with any criticism of anybody at all. It is not the farrier's job to teach your horse how to have its feet handled. If you have a horse oh that is goodness. likely to need a farrier at some point, you need to put the work in. Otherwise, don't ring the farrier. It's mm-hmm. not fair. Like in any other profession, it, it, it wouldn't happen. So, yeah. you know, have respect for your farrier. Um, I guarantee if you have a good farrier and you treat them with respect and you treat them well, when you're really in the shit, they'll be there with bells on. Yeah. But if you treat them, you know, horses out in the field up to their knees in mud and you expect the farrier to get that horse in and shoe it or trim it or whatever. And, you you know, you don't have the horse well handled and you want the farrier to do things with the horse, you know. They're there to help you. They're not there to to train your horse or to be treated in a disrespectful fashion. So. Um, and I think. Yeah, I think as well, like to that point. <clears throat> so say with um, with Bougie at one point like I was pregnant and I was trying to work on with his feet and Ben was like you're actually starting to just let him get in bad habits um so I think at that point as well like if you're struggling with your young horse ring them and say he's doing this like what do you think yeah absolutely ask 100% he's doing this would you mind coming out and yeah you're gonna have to pay them probably like 20 quid whatever a trim is for, for your and you might not trim the feet it's far better to do that than end up having a horse that you've got to pay to sedate. Cause we've got some, you know, customers on the books who every time their horse is shod have to get a vet out. And I mean, fuck me, that's a dear job. Imagine? 
Could you fucking imagine it? Yeah, seriously. Honest to God, like, I can't. I'd be buying the thing, like, Nikes rather than that. Yeah, and you know what? To be fair, there are some horses that, for whatever reason, that you are not able to ascertain or overcome are going to, maybe they need to be dope. Like, maybe they just, for whatever reason, can't, you don't know what happened in the past or you can't find a good solution to work around or whatever. The horse is a little bit close-minded about it. Whatever. If you're in a situation where you can't, overcome the problem right now 100% state it because you need to be safe for everybody um but at the same time you know if you're just doing that as a routine because you're a little bit maybe stuck for a solution or something but ring definitely ring the fire and ask them what their advice would be first and foremost like they'll help you because you're trying to help them ultimately yeah so yeah I'm big on that fire and make your fire cups of coffee for fuck's sake Oh, oh my biscuits. god, so that was I said to Ben, I'm looking for <laughs> top tips for um for the podcast. What what are your top tips? And he was like, mm, I think coffee and cake. And I was like, yeah. fuck's yeah. sake, Ben. Like, we're supposed to be professional. Like, you know, come on. I, I need like a prop. And he was like, No, seriously, like that's yeah. my top tip. Like yeah, bring me cake and make me coffee. <laughs> yeah, no, that's it. I, I do with Miley. Miley first thing he does and comes in, he has coffee and given biscuits if I've got any um yeah make I just try and try and yeah as I said just be respectful and honestly I really do believe that like if you you treat your fire well and with respect um and if you're not sure you ask and if you and as I said when you're in the ship they'll be there with bells on they'll come you know they really will they won't let you down so his other top tip like his main two first was food (laughs) food food yeah um his second was probably the thing that annoys him the most is a lack of regular appointments yeah. um, and that isn't you know everyone will be like oh it's you know because they want the money and stuff but genuinely it's yeah. impossible for them to do a good job if the feet are being left every time Eight, 10 12 weeks yeah. I I you know you people who are of the opinion that farriers are trying to racketeer by wanting to do the horse every five or six weeks just stop a minute and look at what it is they have to do i mean how many horses a day would ben shoe? i mean on a, on a heavy day they probably shoe seven eight nine maybe maybe more yeah so you you think about that you think about having to drive from yard to yard and having to be on top of all your supplies and everything else besides and then deal with horses with stinking ming and feet and having to spend all day pounding iron and then sometimes liaising with vets and trying to work to x-rays and trying to help with left field shoeing issues. Mm-hmm. You know, it's physical and it's mental and it's really hard. And I fail to see how anybody who wants to make a fast buck is going to pick fiery as a career. I just yeah. don't think it's it's not the career for the fast buck. It just doesn't. You're either no. in it and doing it or you're not. Like in the winter, he's got oh, frostbite. God, yeah. But then equally, he warms up and he's then like dripping with sweat. Or so if it's raining, he's like wet through because he's either sweating in a jacket or he's dripping wet with rain. In the summer, Jesus, he comes in and he looks like he's been down the mine because he's sweaty. (laughs) And then the dirt sticks to him. And his hair, because of the humidity, (laughs) gets like enormous. Yeah. And he comes in in the summer and I'm like, holy fuck. Look at you! Didn't you. look like that this morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and you know, sometimes when people are like, "Oh, like 
like do you worry about Ben being a farrier because like girls love farriers and stuff I'm always like when he comes in I'm like (laughs) fending honestly I'm like the smell of you I don't know how anybody could don't don't look at me don't look at me don't even think about it (laughs) I'm literally like right you need to sort your hair out go outside to the hose yeah and and come in when you've done that It's, it's, it's the same but different with Nyla because we're loading cattle a lot of the time and it, you know in the summer it's not so bad but in the winter when everything is wet and in slop and sometimes some of the pens that we'd be loading cattle out of are fucking feet deep and wet slurry and oh my good Christ you just get no matter wet gear no matter what you just get destroyed there's like slurry everywhere it's in your eyes it's in your hair it's down your welly somehow inside your <laughs> wet gear it's just disgusting and the Stacey comes home and I'm like you know I, I, I drive lorries and load cattle and stuff as well so I mean you know I just not usually on the business end of it quite to the extent he is because you know I'm not um but the Stacey comes home and I'm like on the doorstep take take all of that off and he's like hey and I'm like no 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 (laughs) no no it's not because I'm overcome with lust at the sight of you believe me it's quite whatever the opposite of that is uh it's that yeah so yeah they come home they're just yeah again like again like you know it's not the kind of thing you do with your life if you're in it for the quids yeah i just can't believe that it could be so so yeah they're his um they're his top tips um and so i then asked him what annoys you um which was quite a dangerous question i had to specify not me (laughs) um shooing for free was definitely a (laughs) 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 um so actually shooing for free so but ben. he's got two children. You've given him two beautiful children. Exactly. I'm like That's a regular gay. I'm I'm sorry. In all fairness, if we're if we're going down the, you know, toe to toe, then I'm afraid having children trumps you he could be shooing for you for the next 50 years and he'd still be in your debt. That's exactly. <laughs> I totally agree. But um he asked <laughs> one of his friends, um, you know, he said, oh, Katie's doing this podcast episode. Um, have you got any funny stories or anything? And uh, his friend shoes down in Wales and he said, um, he said, well, a bit like you mean when I shaw, uh, trimmed a load of Welsh ponies and uh, the woman said that she didn't have any money. Oh. <laughs> um, but could she pay me in eggs and Tesco vouchers? <laughs> That's not where I thought that was going. <laughs> right um i'm right Uh, and did he take what did he take it did he go do you know what i'm getting the fuck out of here yeah grand i'm never coming back or did he hold out for the the big books um well i think he was concerned probably the sheer quantity of eggs yeah he'd done a lot of trims yeah i mean like (laughs) I like, so like what, an egg as like, much as the next person, but 30 I mean... 30 quid's worth of eggs per pony. You'd be going home with a fucking trailer full, wouldn't you? <laughs> like, what are you going to do with all the... What? You'd get home and you'd be like, what am I going to do with all these eggs? <laughs> and Tesco vouchers, I mean. Don't forget the Tesco vouchers. <laughs> I mean, I suppose you could go and buy the equivalent in baking supplies and... I don't know. I just don't think farriers are really into baking on this on the side i don't know maybe they are if there's any farriers out there that like knocking up a cake let us know um yeah like deadpan she asked like she genuinely was suggesting that as a a viable solution 
yeah i just i don't know i think money is money is what you pay them with Lord. generally yeah i think they, they they would like to stick to normal tender um if yeah. possible yeah um, straight, straightforward transactions involving no chickens his or next supermar- or supermarkets his next um top annoyance was dirty feet i i i'm so on this one i have them all like as i i say this like as if it's something i do specially i don't the horses are in and they're clean that's yeah. it or he's not showing them i'm just not i don't want to pick up my horse's dirty foot to pick it out when it comes in from the field hence why i wash their feet if i'm going to picking out their feet washing their feet if they're coming in muddy and dirty yeah why are you asking a hoof care professional to just no just stop it if you do do that please stop it it's not fair and they can't you know. do a good job because they can't see what they're doing for the clots well, you think about going into work and you find out that someone's plastered your office with mud, but you still have to sit down to your computer and do your day's work. And you're sitting in, you know, a foot and a half of mud, potentially an effluent. I mean, you, you wouldn't be very happy, would you? So, you know, maybe think of the fire in that regard. So, um, oh, something that really aggravates him is that people, like, especially I think now on social media and stuff, not that he's really about that, but there's like a real thing of if they don't if they lose shoes it's not a good farrier if they don't lose shoes that's a really good farrier and that no no, enrages him it's equine biomechanics see like with four-year-olds three and four-year-olds sometimes even up to five you put hind shoes on a developing horse it's a bit up in front a bit up behind stride patterns changing as the horse is growing and developing some of those horses will pull off shoes for the fucking crack you'll be ringing the fire every five minutes that i just don't put hind shoes on them they still pull off the fronts yeah. but I, because they're going through that developmental stage um you you can't like no you you can't blame your fire and if your fire is having to shoe your horse out wide a bit or a bit long because it needs to you know grow its foot out take precautions like don't be a dick I mean, I can't. I mean, I know I take it to extremes with my fucking duct tape problem, but put boots on it. Try and you know restrict the turnout, maybe or whatever you need to do. Not restrict, as in don't put it out. Christ on a bike, not opening another can of worms. As in put it in a smaller paddock or make sure it has a quiet friend or yeah, do whatever you can do to try and preserve the shoeing for as long as you can. Yeah. Um, and I think if you're doing that, then that makes at least the farrier see you know you're trying. You're trying. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. It's when you're like, oh lost a shoe and he's like oh okay like um, I get I'm so fortunate obviously here that we can control so much but like Pan's a bell end like yeah he, he just is do you know what I mean like and yes a different farrier maybe would shoe him tight as fuck like shoe him like you know hunter but that's that's not going to be good for his long-term soundness that's not what I no. want for him so instead he is put out in like double overreach boots and he goes out with this really sort of calm pony who ignores him and even still he will still pull shoes off but a lot less than it could be if it's really slippy really muddy then they go in like a wood chip paddock because again like if he goes slithering into something like he's probably going to do a tendon and a shoe like just for shits and giggles double whammy bet and farrier why not um oh don't even talk to me about it this is my life at the minute stop it i haven't even thought about that double that combo i'm dealing with one at a time (laughs) my horses will be listening and be like oh yeah 
we hadn't thought of that we should do that well, cheers katie <laughs> thanks for i i i have to say i i just i have to quickly tell this this story about this there's a lot not so much now i suppose because we're moving on in life but for years it was always this legendary battle particularly in racing yards between the vet and the farrier so the horse isn't sound the vet will blame the farrier the farrier will blame the vet obviously now I mean things in my experience have always been a case of farriers very open-minded they're quite like to sometimes work to x-ray so they can see what's going on they're happy to chat to the vets you know farriers have very sort of like again not so much now in the modern era but up until what maybe 10-15 years ago the farrier was this enigmatic being that you would spend three weeks trying to contact and eventually some a carrier pigeon would get to his house with your message or his wife would see him or I don't know Nanu Nanu Mork would call Orson or whatever and then he would give you some kind of vague estimate in the next month of when he might be there and, <laughs> and you'd and be it was, so grateful you wouldn't be pissed off about that you'd yeah. be like oh, you might come yeah exactly and like they have this like really bad like well not so, again not so much now with the more modern times but like has never really been my experience and I don't exactly know where that came from maybe that was how it was back in the day but I have to say hats off like my farrier is fucking amazing he says you be there that's it he's there and if he can't make it or if he's going to be late he'll let you know and he's so good and he's so reliable and he's brilliant chatting with the vets and there's nobody treading on anybody's toes there's no butt hurt there's no problems and I think that's how most of the modern modern farriers are they're so skilled they're so professional and that's how it is but about two years ago Ping is like a diplodocus and she's these stupidly great big long hind legs and when I had Missy my little event horse he used to pull shoes off for the crap but he had kissing spine and again this does come back to biomechanics and locomotion it absolutely 100% does and his was obviously you know fucked because there was a lot wrong with him and he his record was four shoes in a week Um, yeah yeah and that was with duct tape and those rubbery heel over each boots yeah yeah, and then and then a big cross-country boot on top so he would still manage it it was a pure anchor so ping then <laughs> followed on from him but now she's not nearly as bad but when about two years ago i had i decided to try and put her in full before i knew she had cushing's disease and wasn't so i wasted about two and a half grand trying to cover her to romanov didn't really work out for me and then i put the shoes on to put her back into work and everything was going kind of okay um and she pulled a shoe in the field and she was horribly lame and i was like what the fuck so Faria came and he had a poke and a prod and he couldn't really see anything and there was nothing obvious in the leg. Horse went up to the vets and we x-rayed her. Uh, my own vet wasn't there. It was one of the other guys that did it. And he said, oh, there was a white line. So from the toe to like halfway up the wall on the exact front plane of the foot, there was a white line, like a thick white line on the x-ray. And he's like, oh, she's got white line syndrome. And I'm like, has she fucked? There's no way she has white line. There's no, like the Farias are showing every five weeks. Yeah. It's just, there's no way. And looked at it and looked at it and was like no no well it can't be anything else and so I showed the x-rays to my farrier and he's like she separated her hoof form and I'm like what and he said about her and I swear to I had like this was when I learned with my farrier that I just need to leave him be because he's such a genius he knows exactly what to do and the last thing he needs is the interference of you know Almira pony fucking patter in the background and this was when I learned that lesson the first time and it stuck with me ever since he started hacking away at the front of her foot and I was like oh my fucking god because <laughs> I had some PTSD from a previous experience with a laminitic course that I won't get into here um and he cut back the toe until he found the line which was obviously like you know a separation and there was you know blood in the hoof wall yeah and he then went off and he made her a shoe so it was like a bar shoe 
but across that pan- part of the foot there was what did he do that there was no shoe under that part yeah so that it, it wasn't being forced in any direction other than where it needed to go and put the shoe on and she had some time off to recover from that and she came sound and she made a full recovery but like firstly we were like what the fuck like she had mechanically separated her hoof while pulling a shoe secondly horses can do that oh my god you know new achievement to panic your owner unlocked go horse um and thirdly like i said he was just like no we're going to sort this out yeah and off he went and he sorted it out like i don't know if anybody else has had a horse do that injury before but i was like what the fuck um and she recovered and she came back and she was fine but like what a genius you know and like when you have a fire like that again with give it give him coffee and give him cake or her give him or her yeah it's funny because sometimes like i don't probably I probably take Ben for granted I think because obviously he does my horses and like I'm just kind of whatever but every so often he'll do something and I think oh like They're clever yeah. yeah like yeah they are so like yeah. we took money to the vets this is going back a good while we weren't sure he just wasn't working quite right and we weren't sure if it was his back or his hocks um and you know we would send him up there he's going to get extra and stuff and the vet was like, yeah, probably hocks because of the age of him. He's worked all this time, like blah, blah, And Ben was like, yeah, but look, when I lift a shoe to shoe him, he's awkward to shoe. But if I held his foot like this, that would be a typical like spavin type horse. And he's more comfortable like that. So that mm-hmm. would indicate to me that it's back. And the vet was like, yeah, yeah, like that's that's totally right um an x-rayed and his hocks x-rayed fine and it was his back and I was like check you out look, look at things is you know <laughs> is you magic is you a wizard that's how I feel with, that's how I feel with Miley though because like Bear has um her like she's wonky legs and her past like her her p1 into p2 that just doesn't sit level in the foot and it's not really anything the fire can do but he has to try and obviously try to look after it a little bit as best he can um I like that yeah he just spoke to the vet, looked at the x-rays, and she's out there with her aluminium three-quarter clips and her pads and her f- this, that, and the other. And I'm like, oh, is you a wizard? I just, um, I'm in awe of my fire. I just am. Um, so does Ben have a type of shoeing that he likes the most? Probably, like, <laughs> when people don't ask him to shoe a horse. Does he have anything that, like, really catches his attention still that he's really into or that he enjoys? Or... Um... He is just really super about short toe, a lot of support out the back. Um, Like a few people have said to him, they can tell a horse that he shod like a mile away um, because he shoes, I think, a bit in his own style. Yeah, So he likes a lot of support out the back of the heel. Um, He likes a short toe. he tends to use, he doesn't like toe clips, um, so tend to have no clips on. Um, yeah, that would probably be, that would be what I think of when I think of his shoeing. Um, does he Does he like the challenge of remedial stuff or does he just, does it get yeah. a headache? No, he likes it. Um, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> like Pan, Pan doesn't land square so he massively overloads the inside which is why he, we think anyway 
he's had so many injuries to his legs yeah. because he's put so much down without being without landing square and he's he's made a massive difference and it was really nice because the physio could tell the difference in the horse like the more his feet came right the the more like his muscles were sort of being able then to become more symmetrical you know what like it's the oldest cliche going but it's true isn't it no foot no horse yeah it's so true like um yeah i'm sorry i'm just checking uh the messages that we got in from people who sent in questions to see if there's while you're doing that do you have any um like things that you are really obsessive about sort of using like do you do you ever use supplements or um any particular hoof products um i i see the problem is i i like hoof grease like like moisturizing hoof grease yeah. and i i use just like by massive buckets of the one from from thoroughbred remedies because it's it's not sold as anything special but the feet are really nice with it they they look nice for the show but also they stay really well more you can tell even 24 hours later that they've been done you know what I mean yeah. um but obviously I have to work that around my hectic duct tape schedule because you can't <laughs> stick duct tape <laughs> on a grease tooth so I have to um I try and put it on the evenings you know when they go to bed yeah I do that supplement wise not unless I need it um I when ping separated a hoof wall obviously we have it on biotin and whatnot for that um and there is lots of amazing things out there that we can use these days cornea crescent on the coronet band it's an age old age old but i've seen good results with it so if they need a bit of extra help with the growth um might use that but they're on a pretty good balancer yeah um but like that i mean i'd also a lot of the time be led by the fire you know if he's looking at the horse and he's like listen this could do with a bit of help then all day long we just take his recommendation but um what about you i think see ben's in a tricky position because he's the farrier but he's also the one that has to fund it and and that's quite a rare situation for him to be in so if i ever mention like hoof supplements he's like ah fuck off like they're fine actually i have sneaked manny onto a, a hoof supplement um now Manny's feet Manny's feet are like feta cheese like you would struggle to find a horse with shitter feet than Manny Ben's worked well actually we've all worked really really hard to try and keep shoes on on him he's kind of got like he hasn't got any thoroughbred in him but he's got like the shittest thoroughbred feet that just crumble like they're either dry and splitting or they're just like crumble in the wet um but then on this big like draft horse body that the feet just can't fucking sustain the job yeah. yeah um so anyway ben changed his shoes found a new after that i was really listening to him to be honest sometimes i just fucking zone out when he farrier geeks on me um he was very <laughs> excited anyway i think there might have been big wide shoes he's he's going to listen to this and he's going to fucking Sexy. bollock me um <laughs> bastard <laughs> so yeah he put these new shoes on Manny and he was like I think these are going to make a massive difference and I also put Manny on a hoof supplement so in my head the hoof supplement worked in yeah. Ben's head the new sure. shoes worked I'm too frightened 
to change anything anything. (laughs) exactly yeah Yeah, you have to stick to it now so Um, sorry people can hear noise my dog's having a drink because standard do you do you have um specific i don't know how okay it is to mention actual brand brands here so do or don't but um do you have a specific brand of hoof care products that you particularly and like is like massive on kevin bacon hoof grease okay so yeah we we always buy that the the firm one not the liquid I presume um it. yeah so now they do like a firm but soft do you know what oh, i mean yeah, okay yeah, yeah. Right, okay. because fuck me that firm stuff like that was like concrete in the winter is it oh my god you could i used to be like trying to scrub oh. my little brush to you know put it on their feet you couldn't do it yeah. now it's better it's more like kind of butter um but where yeah so i use i use shit loads of that and genuinely i mean probably any sort of hoof grease would help money but the difference if i haven't put it on and ben yeah, looks at his yeah. feet and goes his feet look shit and i'll be like yeah i don't know why thinking fuck i've been lazy and like you know, I haven't, haven't put it. it on or run out and I've not, to- you know, I've forgotten to get some or something. Uh, yeah, I buy into it 100%. Yeah, yeah. But sure, like, it's things you can do, isn't it, that help? I mean, you know, I'm all about that. Yeah. But I'm kind of like you in that just, um, and Ben actually said the same when we were talking about this episode, a massive thing is just a really balanced diet. Yeah. Like, that's a huge, you know, if your horse is deficient in like vitamins and minerals, they're not going to have good feet. And equally, if your horse has got fairly all right feet, then probably just feeding them a really good diet is more than enough. And they don't really need to have, you know, things added. With, with the feet can tell you things as well. I mean, definitely if you're paying attention, you know, keep, keep an eye on it. Like try to become as proactive as you can about what you're looking at. And if you're not sure, ask, especially ask if I, because for ping, the first, we, I, I didn't find out she had Cushing's until her health um, crapped out in 2019. Um, and then, you know, the rest of it all came as a lovely shot more recently. But the first thing that kind of alarmed me was when I was sitting on her, she seemed to have this kind of like bit of a crest, but not a normal up, like crest, like over the top of the neck, like as in each side of the neck. It's like okay. a Frankfurter sausage. It was really weird. And I was like, I decided not to really pay much attention to that because I, I knew straight away we were in some class of metabolic crap. And I was like, oh, you know, la, 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 just for a few minutes. But her feet started to grow like bilio. And like, I've had the horse since she was five. So this was a new development. Yeah. Every three weeks, she'd have a six week, six week, like growth. Like, I mean, insane. If your horse starts growing a lot of foot, chances are, you know, you're looking at a metabolic, you know, high amount of cortisol happening ring a vet and ask a question like if you see stuff like that and likewise if your horse's feet are not growing at all then the horse perhaps needs a little more help nutritionally and again ask the farrier ask the vet these people are so happy to help you if you're coming going how can I help this horse because ultimately in time you're helping them like you know you're helping the farrier with his job and trying to keep the horse sounder for longer um, which helps the vet so and um, I think when you're asking there's like such a thing isn't there in like in how you ask um yeah be genuinely interested yeah and like I think it's so frustrating for them 
to feel like they're being kind of checked up on because I get that like your horse is so so important and you are absolutely within your right to kind of ask what they're doing be interested in what they're doing question what they're doing like fuck me I do it I mean he he hates it his comment whenever I do it is always a little bit of knowledge is a dangerous thing Katie um like when I'll go why 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 are his feet looking like that why have you done this and he's like um I get the eye because I'm his wife so he can tell me to fuck off because I don't pay but um yeah like in but I think if you sort of say like you know oh I've noticed that you know you've put a little bit more length out is there something that you're worried about is there anything I can do to help like what do you think things like that you know he would he would happily talk farrier with you but if you like we've had say um one person who her horse had had lateral extensions on for you know years and then the physio came out and um told her that her horse's shoes were too big and they didn't fit the feet okay Um, stay in your lane stay in your lane ask the questions but stay in your lane so then ben got like a snotty phone call of like the feet the shoes don't fit the feet oh dear so things like that i think it's like how you ask and Gen- generally if they've done something there is a reason I absolutely appreciate not always like you know there's going to be times where they've got it wrong or whatever but like most of the time they do actually they're doing it to help the horse and to help you I think it's finding that balance isn't it like I'm sure for some people who are either you know really busy and keep a horse for pleasure and maybe don't necessarily want to spend their life getting bogged down in the small details are happy to just be like I don't know anything about horses feet I'm gonna leave it to the fire but if you do that then leave it to the fire ask questions but leave it to the fire or I suppose the other end of the scale that really pisses them off is the ones as you say like a little bit of knowledge is a dangerous thing if you've been on the internet or you you know and you've genuinely Mm. like been looking at like rep well yeah forums no but like if you're trying to understand more about it if you're googling like genuine information and stuff and you maybe want to chat to them about it or whatever all day long or if you're going to them and ask as you say asking question all day long no problem whatsoever but if you're talking to your mate Sandra from two stables down and she's like oh I don't know I would never shot the horse like that and then you decide that Sandra clearly is some kind of fucking oracle on shoeing and then you take your fire to task probably if you could avoid doing that it would really really help your long-term relationship with your farrier and the thing is if you've got a good farrier who gives a shit about what he's doing and who's always looking to do better and help your horse and and work with the vets if necessary and you want to try keep that guy for the long haul because i gotta tell you like there's many very good very professional farriers out there but they'll tell you themselves there's some cowboys too yeah you know there's one farrier that i'm in ireland who i'm friends with him on facebook and he he posts a lot of excellent posts he's does quite a few complicated cases and he's very forthcoming with the details about what he's doing and why and stuff and he'll you know obviously with the owner say so he'll share the information but the odd time he'll he'll he'll, he'll share like an anonymous picture of something he's been asked to shoe and like that she's been left on it for 18 weeks and now it's lame and or you know the shoes are clearly like not even the full length of the heel or you know some mm-hmm. class of fuckery like that there are guys out there who are a bit fly by night the majority are not um you know so just if you have a good guy 
yeah, you, you want to try to keep that boy for the long haul or girl, that boy or girl for the long haul. And that's the other thing too is, you know, for so many years, I suppose fire was such a, a man's industry, but there's loads of girls showing now. Um, and it's really, you know, just because I'm a woman and I like to see women doing man things um, yeah. because they're actually not man things, they're just things. I think it's great to um, to see the girls getting the respect and, and credit that they deserve too. Yeah, I think as well, like um, to your point about kind of Sandra from down the down the way, like that's another thing where social media is really difficult because what Ben says sometimes is like we might someone will post a foot, you know, what do you think of this? And yeah, look, chances are you're going to look at it and you're going to go like say I, I don't rate that, like whatever. But equally, to be fair to the farrier. You don't know how long the horse has been shod. Why? Yeah. Yeah. 100%. 100%. You don't know, like, say maybe this horse has got, like, the fucking tightest heels, but that farrier might know that it's going out in a field that's knee-deep in mud with 100 horses standing at a fucking gateway all getting on each other's heels. Accordingly. Exactly. And, like, it's really... It's not fair. If you want to switch your farrier, then switch your farrier. But like we sometimes get people will say to Ben, you know, um, my horse has been shod and I'm not sure. Can you come and look at it and tell me what you think? And Ben's like, absolutely fucking not. Not a chance. Yeah. Am I going to go and crab and criticize some- yeah. somebody else's work? Because you don't want it done to you, do you? Because, no. again, you don't know that if you don't know the full details of what it is you're looking at. Then a trial by fire, yeah, I mean, that's a, it's, a, it's a fair point. A trial by fire on Facebook is 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 not cool. And, and to be fair, as you say to the farriers, like it's all fair enough showing a picture of a horse that hasn't been shod for 12 or 15 or 16 weeks. But then as you say yourself, and you're absolutely right, and I probably should have thought of that in advance before I said that, is like the farrier can't come in and shoe a horse without the owner fucking asking him to. So, you know, you know that's a fair point as well. Yeah. So and- I should have thought about that before I said that. <laughs> but it is, you're right. And I think um, in fairness to them, they're not going to do the best job if the person's a shit peer, the horses are bastard to shoe, they're standing in a muddy gateway with no, like, hard standing. They know those shoes are going to be on for, like, 15 weeks until they probably fall off and the foot's shit because the horse gets, you know, left and so the shoes... Like, you're not going to get someone who then is going to give his absolute all. And so I just kind of think, yeah, like it's hard, isn't it? With, with the sort of trial by social media, I think we have to be careful with that now. Yeah. So, yeah. So I was going to do wanker of the weeks, but as it's a farrier episode and Ben, honest to God is a wanker repeatedly. I thought about doing like a Ben and some of our funny farrier stories of the week. Okay, so the first one, this has just happened. So um, one of his customers decided to ask Ben for some advice, not for not she related. She said, um, what do you do for clipping legs? Because they kind of know that we have horses. So like, you know, they'll ask just random things. What do you do like if the horse doesn't like his legs being clipped? So Ben's like, well, you know, try and desensitize it, like hold the clippers, you know, near him and stroke his leg and all this jazz. And she said, oh, yeah, yeah, I've been doing that. I've been using this. It got out of vibration. Oh, my God. I mean, you know, 
who says they shouldn't be used for things like that probably handing it out in front of a farrier poor man didn't know where to look I'm sure no, oh my god like because Ben gets quite come out with a black and decker yeah a black and decker drill or something far enough but do, I don't want to see your you know there's a for night you know behind closed doors with not your farrier, unless you're married to. I'm not. I'm not going to that. That's a whole other can of worms. Anyway, no, don't show your farrier your um, after the nine pm watershed collection. Like he, he, he rang me. He was like, Katie, you, you're not going to believe what's just happened to me at work. I was like, <laughs> try, try me. You are right. I would never have guessed that. Poor like, man. God. No, I just said to him like, do you know people use electric toothbrushes for that? Yeah, yeah, like normal normal people sorry I'm okay I'm being, I'm being a bit stereotypical here I'm sorry I'm Ben said I just said to her um do you know there's an app you can get for your phone that does the same job <laughs> bless him he was just like <laughs> or she's now wondering why she spent all that money in Ann Summers when she could have just got the app on her phone <laughs> so that's story number one the second one oh, um so did you ever hear about, um, there was a guy called Raoul Moat and he, um, he sh- I think he shot a policeman. Um, he kind of went on like a, a rampage yeah. um, in this area. And then he went to a farm in Rothbury. Yeah. And for reasons known best to himself, Gaza joined him with a fishing rod and a takeaway. The Gaza. The Gaza right. um, decided to insert himself. Well, this was like, it's an, like an accessory now to a crime with this <laughs> with this vindaloo and his fucking fly fishing. I think maybe thought. Look, I love that truth is always weirder than fucking fiction. Anyway, I think he was like, look, who who isn't calmed down by, by a vindaloo and some fishing? Exactly. Yeah. So I mean, this was like. A huge thing it's like a standing joke if you know like there's a massive big like armed police response you know and a huge manhunt and Gaza's just like you know trotting over with his fishing rod Picnic. anyway that what people don't know is that Ben who has like a big black pickup well had a big black pickup like blacked out windows and stuff drove to the farm where Raoul Moat was hiding and everyone knew he was hiding there by this point because it was like it was completely surrounded by armed police so ben drives there because he shoes the pony that's there and it's booked in dear god at no point does ben think to himself i could be shot or caught on a fishing rod or force fed of indaloo <laughs> or even or subjected to to football stories from the 1990s <laughs> which would be even worse as is golden years. Me and, Gary <laughs> me and Gary Lineker. Yeah, me and Gary Lineker. Oh, no, that would be worse. He didn't even think, like, maybe I'll just text the woman and just sort of say, so... You Have know, you I- been shot? Are you all right in your farmhouse? Is the horse still there? Are they eating that now? Is that in the vindaloo? You've got a lot on your plate. Do you want to reschedule? Yeah. No. Ben's like, it's in the diary. And if it's in the it's diary, happening. by God, it's happening. You know, I will not be deterred. So he drives there. And um, he saw, obviously, he said, fuck loads. This is like your woman going to the vets that time with the fucking arm. Oh, my God, it is. It was like, oh, 
hi and how, like I'm going it's great you know clearing the way for me to get to the vets proper order it so is yeah. um so he pulls up and he said he just saw like fuck ton of like police dogs armed unit like massive like guns everywhere so he was like I don't think I want to be here so in his big black good, pickup good, blacked out window good. just reversed as fast as he could away obviously they then thought like he'd come to fucking you know probably bring pick a, up your man bring a dominoes or, or something um steal Gaza's trophy <laughs> so from the euro 1990 they're all legging it after the car then like okay. telling him to stop so he stops and wound his window down and said can I help and the policeman <laughs> policeman was like what are you doing and Ben said yes you the pony and the policeman was like do you fucking watch the news? And Ben said, well, yeah, I know Raoul Moat's here, but I'm just after, like, I just want to trim the pony on the yard. And he said the policeman was honest to God, was just, like, looked at him. Horse like, people. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, that's a certified horse person, 101 right there. And he was like, well, you, you can't go up there. And Ben said... Yeah, I don't want to now. I'm, I'm trying to get out, but you've stopped me. So exactly, like <laughs> yeah. you're inconveniencing me at this point. So Ben was like, "Right, well, can you radio? Is there someone up at the farm?" And the policeman's like, "Yeah, could you radio them and just tell them to just send me a message and reschedule?" Yeah, tell your woman go and knock on the door there and tell your woman I'll be back in the like, next week. Like, and he said the policeman was just like, "No," like, and then he said he looked at the tires and went. Your tyres are completely bald. Oh, and really? Then... You're going to use this opportunity <laughs> in the middle of this, like, gigantic, you know, nine o'clock news headline fucking warfare to give me a ticket for my tyres? Ben really? said he, he was like... This is fiddling while Rome burns. <laughs> ben was just like... Oh, like, gave that face. I'm doing the face, but obviously you can't see it. Like, the kind of... Oh, that's a bit awkward, isn't it? Like... And what are you going to do? Yeah. He said the policeman just like... I think shook his head and was just like, do you know, I'm not I haven't even, got time for this right now. I I'm not going right to even get involved to catch a murderer. <laughs> in this situation. <laughs> this is too much for me. This, this crazy man and his hammer, I'm just going to let him go on his way with his fucking bald tires and just forget. See, he, he, was, <laughs> he was probably at the absolute peak of his, you know, capacity with, with the murderer. And then Gaza turns up. And then this happy. happens and he, his head just, he's probably, he's probably still in therapy for it and rehab. Like his head probably just broke. His brain just broke. And he was like, I can't do it. Just take your bull tires and fuck off. I can't deal with this today. He looked being like, what? So there's a, there's a really dangerous man. Why the fuck is everybody trying to come and join him? Like what <laughs> the fuck is going on? What have I got to do? <laughs> yeah. Imagine when he went home that night. Oh. Sitting there, get, getting into in first dinner with his wife named Margaret, just Margaret. <laughs> believe what happened to work today, and she'd be like, "Tell me, Trevor, tell me." And then he, he, you know, she'd be like, "Oh, she'd be like, oh yeah, murderer, yeah, grand." And then Gaza, Gaza, yeah, Gaza, Gaza, what like Gaza, Gaza, yeah. And then this lad turned up, you know, with a jeep full of weapons, claiming to be. I'm sure he was an accessory. And anyway, he had bald tires, but I had to let him go. I couldn't deal with it. And say, Margaret, I'd, I'd reach peak. <laughs> Gaza tipped me over the edge. Couldn't do it. And he tried to use me like some sort of fucking secretary to boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. 
eight o'clock next Tuesday. That do you? Yeah, just let her know. Just give her a little radio there. Yeah, good. That's it. it is your fault that I can't, you know, if you'd come along sooner and dealt with this quicker, I could be showing the pony and not letting down the client. So, yeah. I mean, you've cost me. You've cost yeah. me. <laughs> you'd want to be taking a look at yourself. It's not good business practice. Just saying. I'll ring Scotland Yard. They're going to be very disappointed in your tardiness dealing with the situation. I just swung it around. Absolutely. He's dead right. So that's amazing though. That's pretty like that can go in his book, in his memoirs. That was part of um the speech, the best man speech at our wedding. <laughs> pretty good. I guarantee at least 50% of the audience were like, what? What? And then Gaza. <laughs> best man speech, I think, was basically just like, there are so many things I could say about Ben. Because <laughs> <laughs> bless him, there are. Um, yeah, neck like a jockey's ball driving into the middle of an armed raid. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely day for it, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yes, seriously. <laughs> seriously. Um, so our next one, I'll do one of a customer's. So <laughs> this horse had really, really bad thrush in its foot. And Ben came out to shoe it and the guy said like, you know, it's, re- I'm really struggling with this thrush. And Ben said, yeah, it's, it's quite bad. Like, what have you tried to cure it? God. Oh no. And the guy was like, oh, like I've tried everything, you know, I've tried like, you know, all the kind of stuff you buy from the tack shops and I've tried hydrogen peroxide and I've tried Febreze. And Ben was like, sorry, <clears throat> swing that by me again. And the guy's like, yeah, like, you know, the, the frock. And Ben's like, no, no, the last one. Like, <laughs> so what did you? And ben, the guy's like, yeah, Febreze. And Ben said, why? And he said, well, for the smell. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love it. You could do some kind of, you know, that advert they used to have for Febreze back in the day where they bring the people into the minging, stinking couch blindfolded. And they sprayed the couch in for breeze and you said the people down there like, well, what does it smell of? And they're like, oh, I don't know, like fucking roses or the Caribbean or something. Maybe that's what we need to do with farriers. We well, need to do some kind of product for this now. We Maybe have we something. found, apparently, Febreze did not cover the smell. So yeah, it failed. Not much, not much, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Can you, I suppose. honest to God, though, imagine, like... For my farrier has been showing me for five years and he already thinks I'm really fucking weird. So if I was like, oh yeah, I put Febreze on it, he'd be like, just coffee. Yeah, two sugars, lovely. He'd probably just <laughs> gloss on past it. But yeah. What about if you got your vibrator out to desensitize its legs? I, I, yeah, no. What? No. Some things have to stay in the cupboard, I'm afraid. I use my handheld clippers. <laughs> my handheld clippers uh, to, to get them used to that kind of thing. You know, the thing that you're meant to use the thing that you're meant to use the, you know the picture Oil of the sport. horse yeah picture of the horse on the box not the you know rabbit rabbit or the excited looking man or whatever yeah yeah no um stick stick, stick to stick to stick to the i don't know what i'm trying to I stick to your lane yeah i'm not going to finish that sentence because i couldn't, couldn't pick a word and every word in my head was the wrong one so um so i have got another ben one um Ben's old boss used to call him Calamity Jane um, because he was just like, I've never, I've never had the volume of disasters before you started working for me. So he had like a, a apprentice, no, like a, what are they called when they come from school? 
you do like a little trial work experience work experience that's it. yeah yeah but before the work experience boy came they had to have a health and safety assessment at the forge when Jesus. ben was an apprentice um so this health and safety woman came and ben <laughs> had <laughs> recently returned to work um after his old boss graham had sharpened his knife and ben slipped and slashed his wrist and it had to have like across his wrist stitched. So he'd had to have some time off while the stitches healed. And then he'd gone back to work and Graham said to him, like, you know, this woman's coming this morning. They were, they were making shoes and stuff in the forge. And he said, literally, as the woman must have been pulling up, Ben, they used to store all the lengths of steel, like on sort of like wood, in, like above on the ceiling. Yeah. So one landed on Ben's head. <laughs> he had blood just like pissing down his forehead as this health and safety woman walked in <laughs> like seen from like a horror movie and so graham his old boss was like um health and safety book ben you know so ben's like what <laughs> and graham's like he's you know, concussed he's concussed <laughs> exactly i'll take care of it the health and safety book you know in the office ben so Ben's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Goes in the office, leant past the heater and set his trousers on fire. <laughs> wow. Jesus Christ. I mean, right. So did she have to come back? Did she close them down? I think she was yet yeah, another person in Ben's life who was just like, I can't even deal with you. So she just shut her did the, the good the good human thing. Shut your eyes, <laughs> pretend, go back out. Extinguish him first. I mean, surely. I mean, probably, yeah. But then go back outside, close door, <laughs> give it five, ten minutes, and then start again. <laughs> that didn't happen. <laughs> and we're back in the room. So Ben said so this room, poor, yeah. this poor boy, like basically was allowed to watch from a really far distance and probably and did he go, no fucking way am I ever doing this for look at this? <laughs> I've been here two minutes, <laughs> and this guy's tried to take his own head off, set himself on fire, and the health and safety woman's closed him down. And I've been here less than five minutes, and it's only half past eight in the morning. No, this is not why I've been, no, this is not the career for me. No. I think I'll become an accountant. So yeah, I, honestly, I used to feel sorry because Ben's just like that. And I, I think his boss was just like, oh, why? Of all the people I could have taken as <laughs> of an Of all the days. But of all the days. I'm sure he had I other know. days where he didn't, didn't set himself on fire. You literally, I mean, there wasn't a lot of them, but you know, <laughs> you couldn't write that, <laughs> could you? You fucking couldn't write it. He was, it's probably because he was trying to be careful. Um, yeah, that's, yeah, but overthinking a bit, maybe. Yeah. yeah. The more he tries to be normal. Uh, the more the shit less. crops out, yeah. Yeah. Um, so another customer one we had was, um, so someone rang Ben and they said, um, oh, my horse's foot, like it's something really strange going on. I don't know what it is. And Ben was like, okay, describe it to me. And she's like, well, it's like kind of like jelly and like, it's, it's really sort of bitty. And Ben was like, okay, like what color is it? And she's like, it's like clear. Um, and he, he asked, he went through so many questions and honestly, bless him, he was racking his brain. And you know what it turned out to be? What? She'd pulled the, the foot with a nappy. Oh, for fuck's sake. And the and nappy. Bits of the nappy. Mm-hmm. The nappy. How did, she, 
Okay. I mean, I just... I mean, surely that would be... And there's okay. Ben, like, desperately trying to think of what the fuck... It's got you know, the, 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 fairy, the, the hoof equivalent of, like, Western Nile virus or something. Or like <laughs> yeah. Symptoms he's never heard of before. And he's, like, Googling and ringing, you know, his old boss or his old mentor or something and going, what, what could it be? I've never... I didn't come across this in college. And it's, it's, it's the poultice that you used... Hmm. Uh, hmm. Uh, maybe she didn't have children because, like, once you've had children, you're aware. Yeah, no, she the... does. She doesn't have children. Yeah, well, maybe that's what it was then. Yeah. Like, maybe when she, if she eventually does have children, she'll now know all about the wondrous expanding qualities of. of I do because I've just fucking washed one. Oh, how annoying! Are you using uh, cloth nappies? No, I washed a disposable oh, you, oh, one. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> oh, I see. Now I understand. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, no I mean, I've got a damn cheek laughing at anybody because my life is an eternal fuck up. No, at the minute, at, anybody, in fairness. at the minute, fuck me. Like, and for all I'm laughing at Ben and his Raoul Moat, I went into the co-op the other day with a muslin wrapped around my face because I couldn't oh, find I couldn't find a mask. Like a ninja turtle. Like a ninja I turtle. was honestly like all I was missing was the shell. Other yeah. than that full-on ninja turtle and maybe some kind of like swords or something across the back <laughs> yeah well yeah, i know i had those looked, that would look good that would look really good yeah riding crops um yeah fucking hell the nappies though i have to say nappies are the right job if a horse loses a shoe and you can't oh, get the fire for a day or two yeah one on this one on sideways one on the front duct tape fucking perfect and it yeah. can go out in the field with that it'll last all day just brilliant it's you know what really pisses me off. Though, around with animal intakes, get yourself some nappies. Is Ben is really fucking good at putting them on and they never ever come off. Mine always come off. And every oh, I time I put one tutorial. on, I'll do a tutorial. I'm going to put this on so it's yeah. never going to come off. And he is so slick and that yeah. annoys me. I, I got a lot of practice with my laminitic horse at putting nappies and duct tape on. I've listened to a tutorial. I'm telling you, you two can become a. I should like make an academy. <laughs> the, the duct tape academy things you can do with duct tape i'm telling you you can get i've it. got no unicorn bother. duct tape at the minute i love it be no good for you they'd be too expensive yeah. in the industrial amounts that you buy well also it's pretty and i don't like putting pretty things on you know pretty no tape feet. Like that. should be kept for like, yeah because should be kept for nice things yeah you want your black or your silver for your yeah for your um for your, for your feet but yeah 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 I should do that. Maybe I'll do a nappy tutorial and put it up online. Look, look at all the things you can do, like origami with nappies and duct tape. <laughs> do it. <laughs> Poultice, uh, temporary, you know, lost shoe sal- salvation. Um, yeah. Yeah. Let's see what else I can knock up. Oh, I'm sure, you could. Docker, I'm sure you could think of some arts and crafts. Dinosaur or something. Yeah. <laughs> duct tape and nappy dinosaur. <laughs> yeah. So my last story of Ben being a wanker. Um, I mean, just for this segment, I could go on and on forever with Ben, was, um, so this came really hot on the heels of the slashing the wrist, setting the trousers on fire. Um, oh, no. I mean, and I'm talking probably less than a week later. Oh, um, so he came home and I remember it was a Friday night and I was sitting like about to have tea waiting for him. <laughs> And he came in, he said, um, we're going to have to go straight to A&E. Oh, fuck my life, no. And I was just like, oh, why? Because like, <laughs> it's Friday and it was late. And I was like, it's going to be busy already. Like, you know, it's busy on a Friday. I was like, fuck's sake, why? 
And he said, um, I've swallowed a nail. Oh, Jesus. I mean, oh, did he have it in his hair? When he was, yeah, okay. And I was like, what? And he said, yeah, I've, I had it in my mouth and the horse spooked and kneed him in the chest and made him like <clears throat> do that. So he swallowed the nail. Wow. So I was like, when? And he said, <laughs> bless him. Um, he said it was about nine o'clock this morning. And so I said, so why are we going like at like eight o'clock at night or whatever? How they're not going to be, it's going to be moving on. They're probably going to fish it out. Now it's probably too late now. You're going to have to wait for your perforated bowel like everybody else. <laughs> and he said, um, I didn't want to tell him. He didn't want to tell his boss because he said he was like, he was embarrassed because he'd only just like had his Got wrist sla- like slashed. Closing the place Walloped down. on the head, set his trousers alight. And he was like, I couldn't tell him I'd swallowed a nail as well. What was the outcome? So I was like, right, come on, we'll have to go to fucking a um, I'm like his boss. I'm just disgruntled at this point. I wasn't concerned. Yeah, I was yeah. just disgruntled. Um, so off we went, sat in a And honestly, I'll, it, I'll never forget. Like, you fucking couldn't write my life sometimes. Sat with this woman and just randomly, I don't really know why she started to talk to me, but she was like, um, pointed to a toddler and she was like, he swallowed a penny. And I just like dead fan looked back and went, he swallowed a nail. <laughs> she's just like she didn't talk to me anymore after that i think she just thought like well fucking... underachiever <laughs> yeah. fucking underachiever she probably felt really small she's like a bit embarrassed that all they've managed to do is a penny i'm bringing him in here with a penny wasting my time oh, with a fucking penny i have to i, I just this is coming to my head now to tell her because it was it was hilariously funny but yeah not funny at all um on the topic of children with shit inserted into their per- not actually shit but you know things inserted <laughs> into their person <laughs> I, when Charlie was quite small, you know those like arts and crafts supplies that we insist on buying for our children yeah. that they used to ruin our house and not actually do any arts and crafts with. He got one of those, you know those um, little bally things, little tiny little felt balls. That he, I don't oh, yeah. know why. Yeah, I don't kind of like a pom pom, but not. Yeah, about the size of a pea. Yeah, perfect size to go up a nostril, for example. Yeah, so he did that. He put up his nostril, and and it was it was up. Oh, in the nostril but you know like the bony part like so it was right mm. in the top and he was about two and a half at the time and I tipped him upside down shone my torch up his nose <laughs> and um I had just I don't even remember where I got it from but maybe an Aldi or Lidl or somewhere that had this like sale of like um like medical tweezers like a 10 pack of and all had different ends so they had like you know um the normal tweezers like that you use like for your eyebrows or whatever but then they had like ones with like hammer ends and then big long bendy ends and stuff i was like oh no fucking problem no. out to the first aid box which i keep them out there for fishing bits of crap out of horses should i ever need to you never know what you'll need them for i just thought it was i needed to have them it made me feel more like a vet so i was like i have to have these so i went out and i got my tweezers anyway it turns out i tip the child upside down to try and get and I'm trying to select the relevant tweezer. And I sort of pick, pick one with a bend on the end and a bit of a spike. And I'm like, that will go up the nostril perfectly. Not, not really worried about the fact that if he moves, I could give him, you know, a brain injury, potentially kill him. <laughs> the child, luckily, absolutely freaked out. At no fucking way was he letting me come near him with the tweezers up his nose. I mean, right? you so, can I mean, see his point. You can see where he was coming from. Well, I was irritated because I did not <laughs> want to go to a I was, in, I was like, if you just shut your eyes... It'll all be over. You're like, you're basically wasting my fucking day now because you won't let me tweezer yeah. the pom-pom out your nose. I don't even know what I'm telling the story. I'm not to do with Um, 
anyway so i get it i put it up on facebook i i don't use facebook for personal purposes anymore but back then i did and so i put it up on facebook and somebody said that if you close their unobstructed nostril with your finger and you make them open their mouth and you i can't remember what round is it yeah you blow into their mouth as if you're doing like cpr and it forces the obstruction back down the nostril and I was like, that couldn't possibly work. Fittingly, I was right beside a, cha- a church. So I stopped in the church car park to perform this act of God on my child. And it fucking worked. The pom-pom out the nose. Score. Crazy. I was five, five minutes from my house. I was like, I was so made up. But a friend of mine had a child who, the same week, the same week, he put a pee up his nose. And she tried all that. It didn't come out. He had to have a fucking operation. Imagine. Anyway, sorry, there's nothing to do with fire. It just reminded me of... So I, had to I suppose it. a pom-pom's lighter than a pea. Yeah, probably less easy to lodge mm. in place. But yeah, anyway, sorry, I digress. The complete left field there. I don't know why I had to tell that story, but it came to my head, so I did. I that you saw like a random assortment of tweezers and were like, yes, that's yeah. what I need in my life. Yeah, I do. I mean, because you never know. You just And then know a little you're... bit of you, I bet if you're like me, when he shoved the thing up his nostril, a little bit of me would have been really happy because I'd have been like, ah, see, see. I knew I needed these. Exactly. I'm justified I, now. Yeah, I knew I needed these. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, you just, I don't know. That's a bit. So the x-ray that. woman, bless her, when she walked out with Ben, said, I can't see the nail. Um, Are you sure well, you swallowed that- it? bad then like now what we can't go on a fucking mri scanner can he like imagine face in the mri scanner and perforated abdomen and i said to him you do know it's not like a normal nail it won't it's like a ridiculously long and sharp and and really thin like so i said look for something that's really thin and has like more of a square head on the top she came back out and she said yes i found it now um, How many nails are in there? Was she like, oh no, that's a screw. That's no, no. Oh, that one looks no, old. That's, that's, that's been a... there forever. Yeah, no, no, that's a duct no. tape. Is that, is that a flat head or a Phillips head? That's not what she's. That's not a nail anyway. It's definitely a screw. But you can see that. What the fuck? Like anyway, right? So like B and Q in here. Honest to God. So anyway, apparently it was passing the right way. I mean, not that there's a right way to pass a nail, but as you in know. spike up, as in yeah. square head down. And so, did it? Did it just go on its way? Yeah. Lucky, lucky. I bet they were so fucking disappointed when that mother came in afterwards with a penny. Yeah, fucking coming in here with your penny, just dad, just get on with it. I had a man in here a minute ago, fucking three inch nail in there, but she, you know, <laughs> yeah, obviously, you're a priority with your penny. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. So yeah, that's me. Out of wanker stories. I mean, not oh, out of wanker stories for them. That. I could no, go on, but yeah. What an enjoyable evening this has turned out to be. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Ben. If Ben deletes this episode, I am going to know. Purpose. Yeah, yeah, I am going to know purpose. because yeah. I find it mighty suspicious that the last episode like this one disappeared. So that's all I'm going to say. I would guard that with your life now. Guard yeah. it with your life go put it somewhere safe where he'll never go i don't know like you know matchy matchy yeah horse pads or wherever wherever you keep those things that men don't like to go and look at those because they cost money and they don't see the point of them so you know wherever he won't go um just total random that reminded me of that of our um show jacket talk you know with your cupboard oh, yeah. where like narnia 
Yeah, Narnia covered, yeah. My armpits of my of my animal ripped a bit more. Sad no. times. It's lovely. Is it grey? What colour is that? It's beautiful. It's just, it's just navy. Is it? I'd quite oh, like a grey one. Maybe when the armpits fully go and I'm just flapping in the wind. Ventilation. Um, I might get a grey one. Yeah, eventually I'm sure you've earned it now. I mean, you know, you've done the hard yards. It's only right you. I can't, I, I mean, I, I, I'd love to wear my pink one, but unfortunately every time I even utter the thought in my head of, oh, we could go to a show, the horses are like, oh, oh, yeah. I'm so sore. I've injured myself. Or, 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 or I, I'm, you know, just, I can't do it. I don't know. Fucking just, <laughs> not <yeah>. today. <laughs> Bear it at that today, because I tell you, because I'm just a bit worried about, um, her tummy I put her on to soaked hay because you see this all started when we had to start buying in the haylage because we ran out of haylage and ever since we started buying in the haylage she's just started getting a little bit you know narky about being brushed on her tummy and just a bit yeah it's just yeah. things there that are making me think a little bit of care is a good thing right now and um, yeah I put her on to soaked hay but she's really allergic to hay but I did it because I just wanted to try and reduce the acidity in her, yeah. in her diet and she, she's been on it for 24 hours. And this morning, I went into the stable and she dead eyeballed me and maintained eye contact and went, <coughs> and I was like, right, okay. I don't want to worry you, but. <laughs> I'm like, she's like, you know, it's more like, you know, I'm allergic to this. Yeah. And I'm like, but uh, you just can't win, can you? You just can't win. No. I was going to, I wanted to ask Miley for some, my, my first book, Miley. I wanted to ask Miley for some various stories or whatever, but. Miley's just so laid back and he's so chill and he's so agreeable about everything. I, I kind of was like, what would I ask him? You know, like, if he, you know, do you have any top fire tips or whatever? Or what do you, he'd just be like, I'll oh, just shoe the horse. I'll just shoe the horse. Do you know what I mean? Like, he just... To be fair, actually, Ben would probably, if someone asked Ben, that's what he'd be like, I think. Yeah, I'll just like, shoe the horse. Because I'm married to him, I can force him to... Yeah. But yeah, he's he would just be the same, like probably. I think he would massively downplay like how much work probably goes into it and how much he tries and yeah. Yeah, like I mean we're as I said, we're we're very we're very lucky. Like I think the um the amount of effort these guys have to make, and it's all the time, you know, and especially when they are able to liaise with the vets and stuff like that, and you know, really, really maximize um you know, long-term sort of benefits for the horse they are amazing and as I said I have to go back to my previous point of view if you've got a good furrier for the love of God like respect it treat him well um yeah. make it possible for him to do his job well yeah um because like that you know what nine times out of ten your horse is a little bit lame you he's going to be your first port of call um and you want to know that he's going to at least be willing to answer his phone although with Miley I'm sure he's sometimes like not again fucking what have I done wrong god what did I do to deserve this client why did I agree that's what I always say about Carlos I'm like did you rue the day you answered the phone to me that first time and said yeah I can take you on she's like no I don't in her head blatantly going fucking yes I do (laughs) ah no no you're going great you're going great you're going great um but yeah, um, yeah, it was great fun. I mean, I feel like we should get, I think we should get that on for an episode. Would he talk if he came on? Is he quiet? Like, I don't know Ben at all, obviously. I don't know. Mm. Would he talk? Would he chat? Probably, he gets really like nervous and embarrassed. He probably Aww. wouldn't. Yeah. We'll just have to do it for him then. 
I just make up for it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've asked him a few times, I was, you know, because I thought for a fiery episode, it'd be good to have him on. But he's just like, no, I'll, like, I'll answer the questions, but not. A bit, I think that those really professional people are a bit like that, though, aren't they? Because, I mean, like, it's even the same with, like, imagine if you had to, like, if you wanted to do an episode with your vet, like, stuff that they, you know, yeah. recommend or advise or they'd be really difficult too because they just they're not out there explaining every last thing that they do unless you're asking and they're you know they're just always quietly just getting on with again being wizards really and wizardesses so yeah it's kind of hard to maybe you know to 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 have a really like chat filled episode of one of them because I'm probably a bit like you're actually fucking busy (laughs) to talk talk to you about I don't know ring bone or whatever (laughs) well we are gonna have to leave that here before i say anything else about ben from to delete um thank you so much for listening i hope it was worth the wait and we will talk to you next time bye